0: Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning and welcome to the First Baptist Church here in Coleraine, Massachusetts. Thank you for tuning in and listening wherever you may be. Uh, We're going to take a break from the Book of Revelation. This morning, obviously, here we're having a memorial service. And uh, this weekend, or this whole week, really, we remember, especially in honour those people that were in the military who paid the ultimate sacrifice to ensure our freedom. So we're going to read... It's the letter to Timothy, the second letter to Timothy, written by the Apostle Paul, chapter 2, first 14, verses. You then, my son, he wasn't his literal son, but his son in the Lord, he led him to Christ. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive A share of the crops reflect on what i am saying for the lord will give you insight into all this remember jesus christ raised from the dead descended from david this is my gospel for which i am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal but god's word is not chained Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. But if we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful for he cannot disown himself. May God give us understanding of his word this morning, amen. So put in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, again, so good to be in the house of the Lord on the Lord's Day, best place we could possibly be. Thank you for the glory of the sunshine. Thank you for your wonderful creation. You are Almighty, you are sovereign, creator of heaven and earth, uh, the only one who hasn't been created, always existed, always will, an Almighty. And you sent your beloved Dear Son, Jesus Christ into this sin-sick world, the only one who was ever born without sin, born of the Virgin Mary, lived a totally sinless life and died on a cruel cross, shed his sinless blood so we wouldn't have to be punished for our sins. He took the punishment that we deserve and we won't have to face judgment, those who have received you as personal savior and you died you were buried and you rose again from the dead and you are alive and we are thankful to be here give us understanding encourage us bring people who do not know you to faith listening to this message wherever you are keep your hearts your minds open do not resist what god wants to do in your heart your life to bring you to Christ and encourage believers through this message, we pray. Amen. Amen. Like I say, we're here to honor those that uh, didn't make the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, in any branch of service, whatever the case, any military service, uh, people that enlist, they've got to follow orders. And uh, in order to follow orders, they have to be trained as well, no matter before they go into battle, they must be trained. And uh, the story of a drill sergeant, and he wasn't very popular, because most drill sergeants are not very popular at all, training their raw recruits. Some of you who have been in the military you know what that means. They're not there to be popular. They're there to be you, and they call you all kinds of names. And the one I heard about was no different. And he's always ch- ch- chewing out his raw recruits, uh, one in particular he used to call Maggot. Not a, very, not a very nice name, is it? Maggot. <laughs> and uh, as he was walking away, he turned to the, the cadet, who he called Maggot. He said, uh, hey, Maggot, he says, uh, you know, when I die, I bet you're going to come and dance on my grave. And he said, the cadet said, no, sir, not me, Sarge, no, sir, no. He said, why not? He said, well, I promised when I got out this man's army, I would never stand in another line again. I'll explain it later if you didn't get it. A good soldier has no higher goal in life than to follow orders of their commander-in-chief. Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief, Christian soldiers, amen? We're in the Lord's army, did you know that? And what some of us have got, we've all got different ranks, okay? But we're, he sees us just the same, amen? He's not a respecter of persons. Jesus said, if you love me, if you love me, What? You will keep my commandments. You will do what I tell you to do. Amen? And that's the best thing we can do. We don't always do it, but thank God there's always forgiveness with him. Amen? Always forgiveness. Always second chances, third chances, innumerable chances. But in order to enlist in God's army, a person must receive the gift of God that he offers. The greatest gift that God offers you and I is his son, Jesus Christ. Have you received the gift of Jesus Christ? You must receive the gift. Have you? For by grace are we saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is a gift from God, lest anyone should boast. Amen? A good soldier must also learn to endure hardships. Like Paul told Timothy, you've got to endure hardships. Life is not easy. Have you discovered that yet? Also, a good Christian soldier. Know that we're going to struggle. There's going to be struggles along the way. But that shouldn't derail our faith and our commitment to the Lord. More often than not, pain and suffering are part of a soldier's experience, particularly Christian soldiers. None of us are immune from suffering. Or the ones that we love and people that we know. Just as Jesus said, he didn't say it was going to be easy. It wasn't easy for him, was it? No one suffered as much as he did on that cross. He was despised and rejected of man a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And he said, in this world, you will have trouble. He's not sugarcoating anything. He said, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. So we need to keep our eyes fixed upon him. You know, there has to be some things that a soldier, a good soldier, should be familiar with. And that's the, one of them, is the sound of his commanding officer's voice. And the best way to hear the voice of the Lord, our commanding officer, is to make time every day to read the word of God. I know the majority of us live busy, cluttered lives. But that doesn't stop us from making time to watch our favorite TV program, does it? Or doing this or doing that and going here and going there. We can, we can make time to do those things. Every day, we should open God's word. And once we open God's word, God speaks through us, through his word. And it'll encourage you, especially the Psalms the psalms it will encourage you even though we're going to go through trials and tribulations someone says once we open god's word it's as though god is opening his mouth so we need to make time to read it and listen to it and obey it amen obey it if you love me you'll keep my commandments another good soldier that uh, you have to be familiar with is uh, weapons of war. You know, you don't give some raw, raw recruit a howitzer and says go, on, go go at it, you know. They have to be trained. Some people have never sh- shot a, a rifle in their entire life, you know, and there's a lot of collateral damage, you know, especially during the Vietnam War. A lot of these greenhorns going over there and shooting one another because they weren't trained sufficiently. Well, Christians have weapons of warfare as well, which a lot of you are also familiar with. But, you know, you could always learn something new, even if you've heard it all before. Let me read Ephesians chapter 6. It says, the armour of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You know, why these school shootings and all that? It's a spiritual problem. These people are possessed. They are satanically inspired to do these evil deeds. And people wonder, or wonder what his motive was to do that. He was satanically inspired to do those things and, and murder those poor children in Texas. And we, you know, it's not going to stop, unfortunately. They need to be saved. That's how a person will be changed. That, they need to be saved. They need to receive Jesus. And only then they would be free from the shackles of the devil that inspires them to do these evil deeds. Christian, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Your faith is going to be rocked, people, for what reason or another? Are you going to stand your ground or are you going to go wall? You may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And if you lack faith, ask God for it. All right? If you lack faith, ask God for it and he'll give it to you. But you must place your faith in the right person, Jesus Christ. Take up the shield of faith for which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. What's that? It tells us the word of God. Read it. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Good to be reminded. We need to be familiar with our weapons of warfare, amen? Good soldier almost be aware of the strategy of the enemy. Christian soldiers have enemies. So I don't have any enemies. Yes, you do. The world, which is anti-Christ, which is anti-Christ, which is anti-Jesus. The world, the flesh, which is carnal and opposed to Christ. It's not spiritual. And the devil. We've already read against about that, about the devil. Our adversary. God's main enemy, chief enemy. And yours and mine. Decide who you want to serve. You want to serve it's only two people. You can't serve two masters, Jesus says. You're either going to serve the devil or you're going to serve Jesus Christ. The devil's going to take you to the place where he's going to end up in the lake of fire. Is that where you want to go? You'd be stupid to want to go there. And that's why Jesus came, so you wouldn't have to go there. You can't serve two masters can't sit on the fence one day. You're either going to stand at the judgment seat of Christ, already knowing that your sins are forgiven because Christ paid the price for that, or you're going to stand at the great white throne judgment and you're already condemned, already lost, because you've never received Jesus. You never received the gift that the Father offered to you. That he offered himself on the cross was a perfect sacrifice. No one forced him to do it. No one made him go there. He, he chose to do it voluntarily. He could accord legions of angels to protect him. And when they were gonna arrest him, you know, Peter tried to stand up to the Lord, for the Lord. And they were coming to arrest him with the chief priest's servant. Try to get hold of Jesus and Peter chopped off his ear with a sword. Jesus says, put up your sword. Put up your sword. I don't need your help. I could have called legions of angels. And he picked up that ear and he put it back on Malchus's skull. Just as that. he was a miracle worker. He could do those kind of things. Hopefully he didn't get an infection afterwards. You know, we've got enemies. We're, we're Christian soldiers. We're in the battle. We're in a warfare, spiritual warfare. And the enemy uses different tactics to attack us and try to throw us to the curb and make us ineffective and give up and quit like a coward. That's what cowards do. They give up. They quit. First Peter 5 8 You've heard it before. Be alert. And sober, with a sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking to devour whom he may. We need to put the armor on every day. And we wonder why we struggle. We don't put the armor on every day. You've got to make time to do it. Put the armor on. Every piece, every piece that is laid out in Ephesians chapter 6. Now, even though Satan, the devil, that old dragon, is a formidable adversary, but he, like everything else, is a created being. He is not almighty, right? He can only go so far that God allows. The God of heaven and earth, Is the only one who is all mighty. And he's always going to be there to help us. He is always there to help us in the battle, in the battles that we fight, because we're in a war, we're in a spiritual warfare, regardless of any trap that's set, or any temptation that is set for us to fall, to stumble and fall. God has made a way for us to escape. There's always an exit that we can take. God promises that in his word. He said, no temptation has taken you, but such is common to man. So what the same temptations that you have are the same temptations I have. It's a common thing. It's not unique to yourself. And God is Faithful. You know, we're not always faithful, but God is is faithful. That's one of his main attributes. He cannot be unfaithful. Amen. God is faithful. He will not not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Well I can't I can't take any more. Yeah, you can. God's going to allow it, but he says when you are tempted, he will also provide a way so you can endure. There's always an exit we can take. If we, we, We're not robots. You know, we have a choice. Either to go God's way or go our own way. You want to be stubborn? That's not going to lead you. Apart from the lake of fire, that's, well, that, that's the path that you're on. That's where it leads. You wanna, you wanna remain that stubborn? Okay, that's your choice. It's the wrong choice, but God's not gonna twist your arm. There's people in this world that have never heard this message, the gospel message that Jesus saves even once. Now, many of you listening, wherever you are, You've probably heard the Gospel many, many times. And the more you hear it, and the more you resist it, the harder your skull and your stony heart becomes. And it gets to a point where your heart is so hard that even God cannot help you. So I am telling you, on the authority of the Word of God, Do not resist God. Do not resist what God is trying to do in your life to bring you to Christ so that you can be saved from your sins. You can't save yourself. There's only one way to be saved, and that's through receiving Jesus Christ as your personal saviour. He loves you. He died for you. Do you want to reject someone who loves you and died for you? Is that, is that what you want to do? Then go ahead. Go ahead. And it's going to lead to hell. And you're going to be in hell, and you're going to remember my words, and you're going to wish that you just humbled yourself and then called upon Jesus' name to save you. And you'll be regretting the fact that you never did for the rest of eternity. And I promise you that, according to the the authority of the word of God. I promise that you will regret that decision for the rest of eternity. And there's people up, up the jungle, or whatever, have never heard this message, not even once. And this is why we are told, church, and this is why we support missionaries, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You've heard it numerous times, but you're still resisting. Stubborn. Stubborn. Just like the people of Israel. Stubborn. Stubborn. And that's your choice, but it's a stupid choice. Excuse me. It's a stupid choice. But that's your choice. You're not a robot. Okay? God never made robots. Right, let's get back to my text. Thankfully, soldiers don't have to go into battle alone. That would be stupid, wouldn't it? They have comrades in arms that don't just care about themselves, and about their own welfare, but also look out for the welfare of their fellow soldiers. They care about each other. They're willing to give their lives for one another. Brothers in arms. Amen? Brothers in arms. Some of them taking a bullet for each other. Someone tosses in a grenade in in the the ditch that they're in. Some, some Some of these guys will jump on that, grenade and they'll be blown to smithereens to protect the rest of their comrades because they don't want, they love their comrades and they don't want them to die. They're willing to make that sacrifice. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. He died in our place because he loves us, cares about us when no one else does, understands us like nobody can. Whatever you're going through, Jesus has already been through it. Whatever struggle, whatever pain, regardless of the pain, physical, emotional, he's been there. He's experienced it all in those 33 and a half years. You know, good soldiers, they don't isolate themselves from one another. They involve themselves with each other. When people are missing, we miss them. We're part of the family of God. We pray for them. Because we care about them. Christian soldiers, they don't just isolate themselves from one another. We love to gather together and enjoy fellowship with one another. As commanded by the Lord on the Lord's Day. We gather together. I know it's not always possible, and no one's judging anybody else. Life happens; stuff happens. Amen. We can't always be here. That doesn't alter the fact that we want to be here, and we miss being here. Good soldiers doesn't just turn and run in the heat of battle. They don't retreat in the face of the the enemy or run away from a fight. That's what cowards do. They stand their ground. We've heard that. We've just read that. Stand your ground. Stand firm until the battle's won. It's not over yet. Once we close our eyes in death, then it's over (laughs) It's over then. You know what, I've been been thinking about this recently. You know, the more that we suffer, the greater heaven will appear to us. The more you suffer in this life, the more that we'll look forward to being in heaven. Because when we get there, there's gonna be no more pain. No more suffering. The war will be over. No more battles to fight. And eternity is forever. Like a good Christian soldier, we should be committed to finishing well. Finish well. Don't give up. Don't retreat. Listen to what The word of God says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Sadly, unfortunately, many professing Christian soldiers I've dropped out in the heat of battle, got too hot for them, so I challenge you not to be among that group of deserters. They're deserters. Jesus never quit, did he? What would he, where would we be? If Jesus quit on us, he never quit. He never deserted. He went all the way to that cross. Do you think that was... Do you think he enjoyed, enjoyed doing that? He knew there was no other way. He had to go to the cross and pay the price for your sins and for my sins. There was no other way. And if there was... He wouldn't have had to go there. And many have turned away from the faith for one reason or another. And they live to regret it. They look back on their life and say, I wish I hadn't have done that. I wish, but you know, it's no point wishing because it's too late. They made the choice to desert Jesus didn't Jesus didn't go a war He won the battle. He won the war. Good soldiers don't quit at the first hint of trouble. They stay the course all the days of their life until the battles are finally over. Good soldier never retreats. Good soldier doesn't go a war. That means absent without leave, right? Absent without leave. No one one told us to quit. That's a choice people make. Wrong choice. Jesus never quit on us. Thank God that he didn't, amen? He paid the ultimate sacrifice on our behalf so we sinners could be forgiven of our sins. Jesus says, greater love has no one than this that a man should lay down his life for his friends and it's only a good soldier that will finish life's difficult obstacle courses an obstacle, obstacles in your life that you never signed up for when we When we come to the end of our life's journey. Knowing that the war with sin, the flesh and the devil. It's going to be over. It's going to be over soon. For those that stay in the battle to the end. There's going to come a, a day of glorious blessings. And rewards. It's then. At the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to receive the medal of honor from our commander-in-chief, Jesus Christ himself. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. So let me conclude, if you're like me, you probably recognize areas in our life that we could improve upon regarding to be a good soldier in the Lord's army. But the good news is it's never too late to start over and to re-enlist. You can re-enlist. You can always serve another tour of duty. It's never too late. There's always, like I said before, there's always second chances with the Lord. Some people you make a mistake, they don't want any more to do with you. They don't want any more to do with you. You ever been through that experience? They just God's not like that, thank God that He isn't. Always always second chances. He said he'll restore the years that the locusts have eaten. He'll restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Locusts ate up my life for 31 years. But he's restored it. Restored it for the rest of it. Now for you (laughs) people that are unsaved, that have never received Jesus Christ, as your personal saviour, you're not in the Lord's army, then I challenge you today. Today is the day of salvation. I challenge you today to enlist in the Lord's army. Enlist in the Lord's army. But only if you want peace on earth and a home in heaven. (laughs) when you die if you truly believe that Jesus died for you a sinner and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and is alive you shall be saved that's a promise from God but you've got to believe. You've got to have faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you've got to step out. Okay? The old devil's saying, oh, well, you know, what if this? What if you do this? And, you know, people are going to laugh at you and people are going to reject you. And, you know, what, what if uh, the pastor's not telling me the truth? And blah. forget all those things. Believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead, and you shall be saved. Call upon the name of Jesus and ask him to forgive you of your sins. And he will, but you've got to do it. Not going to twist your arm. He'll do it if your prayer is sincere. If it's genuine, if it's not, there'll be no change. Just carry on the way you've been going. Where's that, where's that leading you? Do you have peace? Do you have joy? Do you have a guarantee that when you leave this world you'll go to heaven then you're not saved? You need to be saved. Your choice. And when you do receive Jesus, and I hope you do because that's the best choice that you'll ever make the best decision you'll ever make then tell others what he's done for you and then follow him for what's left of the rest of your life until you're finally promoted to heaven final graduation ceremony, what do they call it when they're passing out is it? when they pass out, But you've been in the training you pass out, is that what they call it? don't pass out on me now but Graduate, I think it's called passing out, right? Like a graduation, sorry. You've been through the training. I've never been in the army, I've never been in the military. I've been, I'm in the Lord's army, but I've never been, you know, during the Vietnam War, if there would have been a conservative government at the time, then I'd have probably ended up in Vietnam. Thank God there wasn't, you know? But anyway, that's another story. Let me close by asking a question. When we pass from this life to the next, will it be said of us that we were a good soldier of the Lord? You know we can be, as long as we don't surrender, as long as we don't quit, as long as we don't go AWOL. Amen? So today, we have remembered those military personnel who made the ultimate sacrifice in the service of this wonderful country. But we should also never forget the price that Jesus paid on that cross, who made the ultimate sacrifice so we wouldn't have to be punished we wouldn't have to pay the price for our sins by shedding his sinless, precious blood in order to bring us to God. Amen? Amen. Let's close in a word of prayer. Let's close our eyes, bow our heads. It's a solemn moment I don't think I could explain it any clearer than what I have done. And I hope by the grace of God that you'll take it to heart and believe, not what I came up with, but what the word of God says. Unless, Jesus said, unless a person is born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Heaven. Unless a person is born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So you need to be born again. You were born physically, like everybody else, but you need to be born spiritually. Simply, by faith, believing that you are a sinner, that Jesus is the Savior, and he died for you because he loves you. And God is not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance, turn from your sin to the Savior, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that God raised him from the dead, that he died for your sins and then call upon his name to be saved and you are guaranteed according to the word of God to be saved and your life will never be the same you can start over enlist today in the Lord's army and as for the rest of us we pray that we'll never give up we'll never quit We thank you for your promises, dear Lord, that you restore the years, the years, those wasted years without Christ. You'll restore the years that the locusts have eaten and let us re-enlist and take our stand, And never quit, never desert, because you never quit on us. And we're so thankful that you did that. In fact, we'll be eternally thankful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you all. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.